You know, Tim, during that commercial, <laughs> I was very, I was scared because I thought you were going to say, Hank turned me on to something. I, I was like, it can said, happen. <laughs> yeah. It can happen. <laughs> Part yeah. three of the special dark reared edition of, uh, election edition of Kong News Weekend. On the phone from, uh, will you forgive me, Jennifer? Are you in San Diego or Los Angeles? I can't remember. I'm uh, neither. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you want to? I'm, I'm I'm right in between in Orange County. You're in Orange County. You're an Orange County person. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer yes. Oliver O'Connell from RedState.com, AsGirlTurns.com, latest call yep. news contributor. We'll get an announcement out. We're working on it. Excellent. So, um, what did you think of last night? Uh, not really surprised. And oh, I, you know, I, I, I refuse to be someone who, first of all, I was kind of nervous about them constantly talking about red wave and blowing smoke about that. And all of the, you know, top conservative commentators were doing the same thing. And I'm just like, one, that's dangerous, especially around Democrats. They know nine ways to Sunday, how to cheat and how to, you know, craft things. And they have a media that runs their narrative. So uh, I thought it was just not not smart to play that game. You're, and you're I was smart correct. for thinking that. That's right. Yeah, you were yeah, correct. I, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. As well as we still, you know, California, Nevada, Arizona, we still got returns coming in. Can you zip your lip until that's all done? <laughs> then let's start prognosticating. Well, that's not what the mainstream media does. We need, you know, we, I shouldn't say we because we're not part of it, but they they right. need to actually talk about every single little thing that happens always and forever. We've been talking about yeah. here for uh, uh, Lauren Bulbert's uh, uh, race in Colorado. Now, she's behind right now, but the New York Times, nonetheless, they are still saying she's going to win. They're predicting she's going to win. I, I don't know. I think the last, I checked, the last I checked, 97% of the votes were in, so... Who knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we, we we don't know, especially in this new world of mail-in ballots and, uh, you know, five, you know, 20-day voting and all of that stuff. I don't think anybody understands or knows how to calculate this, this new format. And so uh, why have we been getting it wrong for the last several years? Because you're dealing – you instituted this whole new form of voting – that threw off your calculus. Well, there's another thing. We never talked about this on the first block, guys, and that is one other thing that happened this year that was interesting and unusual is for the first time in about 10 years, the polls seem to be more or less correct. And that, that surprised the shit out of me. I, my, general, yeah. my general thing is, up recently, is that you basically take any calculation and add five points for the Republicans. You know, that's up, up, that, that makes sense. Yeah, up, because up they now, always under they, underrate us. That's right. They always they also, underrate us. They also don't look at, you know, they want to pay attention to these bigger races. And understandable, you follow the heat. You know, if it bleeds, it leads type of thing. But there's so many little outlier things that indicate something different. Uh, you know, like the the RNC or the, uh, the Republican congressional group pouring money into New York 17 in order to beat the DCCC chair and, and take his seat. And I mean, he didn't help himself by, you know, telling his constituents to go eat Chef Boy RD, 
But no, you know, the the news media didn't want to pay attention to that until it needed to be pay t- paid attention to. So there are, and I'm actually writing about this on Red State right now. There's several outlier races that nobody wants to recognize or pay attention to that really indicate we're better off than what they want to paint. What's another one off the top of your head? Uh, off the top of my head, the Monica De La Cruz. Uh, she won down in Texas 15, I believe, which is, uh, you know, sort of definitely South Texas, heavily Hispanic. But my, my focus on this is that it's about reaching constituents and you can't do this one blanket size fit, fits all for every constituent in the country. Yes, it's about the economy, but the economy hits certain communities different than others. Uh, South Texas is a bunch of immigrants, you know, real immigrants <laughs> and and business owners, decades, maybe even centuries of business owners. And Monica spoke to that. Her progressive candidate did not. Uh, the, the other candidate, sadly, who lost, Myra Flores, uh, she was up against an incumbent for one, but an incumbent that also was speaking to his constituents' need. They're they're very right on the border. And so he, he actually buffed Biden in terms of saying we need to get people down here on the border, all of that stuff. And so he won the day. He wasn't very gracious about it, but he won the day. So it, it's we, we're losing focus thinking, oh, it's they're, they're blaming everybody. They're blaming Trump candidates and Trump's. They're, you know, everybody has... A, a take, a hot take, as me and my colleague uh, on Red State was dis- were discussing. Yeah, nobody has. But, nobody ever has a cold take. You ever, you ever wonder about that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, uh, I, know. I guess it wouldn't I know. be that interesting. Yeah. But My- Myra Flores lost because she one wasn't the incumbent and two was not saying anything different than what the elected official was saying and speaking to his people. Well, that's really interesting. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you explained that because I've been wondering why she lost. I thought she was kind yeah. of a shoe in but I have to admit, I only knew one side of it, you know? Exactly. Now, exactly. We, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying she's not a great candidate. I'm sure she, we will see her again, but uh, there, there were no distinct differences. There was nothing that you can latch on to say, well, she's for this and I'm for this. And so I can latch onto that. You know, people aren't don't want to. People will either vote for more of the same if if they have an incumbent in there, unless you give them some credible change. We were and talking, she, uh, Jen. Uh, we were talking in the in the A block about uh, that. Um, uh, Tim brought up the fact that it seems like people are kind of ensconced. People are voting party line, no matter who the person is. And the example that everyone brought up is Fetterman. Uh, because I mean, you 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 know, we've just nominated a basically a cognitively impaired person to Congress, which is kind of pretty ridiculous. much, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. I, but- I don't, but I don't necessarily see that as I, I don't even see that as just a pure party line thing. Oh, had had Oz been a one a, a candidate that had some juice behind him and that didn't seem like a a slick politician, and I'm sorry, but that's how he came off. Yeah. Uh, I think he he would have gotten a whole lot more attention had they put up Kathy Barnett or even uh, is it Mastriano? I'm not sure. There was another guy who ran as well. Had either of those candidates won, I think it would have been a different race. Yeah. Um, and and Oz also waited too late 
to hit back, trying to be gracious, trying to do the Republican, oh, we have to be nice thing. He took way too long. Heck, he's a medical doctor. He could have, without being ungracious, hit back at the fact that this guy's a ticking time bomb. Will he even make it to being uh, sworn in? One does wonder because... Physically, there's just not a whole lot of things that are that are good about this. You just said, in, but in, you, you just, we we have a poor candidate. You just said in five minutes what I've been saying in a sentence. Not that mine is any better, and that is, I think a lot of people find uh, Mehmet Oz annoying. Personally, there's just yeah. something about him. I don't know what it is, but you yeah. know. And and nobody really likes celebrities either. I, it, 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 we live in the bubble, or I live in a bubble, I should say, of California, where we just think celebrities are it. And this is the mistake they made in Texas, and this is the mistake they made in Georgia. We don't care about your celebrity if you're not giving us credible policies. And also if you're insulting us, and Stacey Abrams did a good job of insulting a lot of people, mm-hmm. pregnant women, <laughs> you know, black men, uh we don't care what your celebrity is or how many celebrities you have hanging on you. We're not going to vote for you. Yeah. I don't think they voted for Fetterman because, you know, he had all these celebrities hanging on them or the power of celebrity. They voted for Fetterman because they were not given a credible option on the Republican side. Yeah. And you were saying something that we've been talking about earlier today and that the Republicans just don't seem to know how to campaign uh, anymore. Yeah. They don't fight back. Uh, all of the negative ads directed at Republicans, they don't know how to come back to that. Either, um, you know, redirect the conversation, ignore the the claims and redirect the conversation to real issues or come directly back on the issues that are being brought up. Uh, they're either too nice or they're too patient or they think all the Republicans are going to vote for me, so I'm OK. And um uh, they just don't stage impressive campaigns. No, and I think uh, Ronna McDaniel's. Please listen up, and you know I, I believe <laughs> Carrie. Uh, uh, Jen- Jennifer, I, 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 you're I, smarter I, than her. Come on. <laughs> We know that. Well, I mean, she, unfortunately, she's over the RNC, so I'm, I'm directing it to her. Uh, Ron DeSantis, who won resoundingly last night, Carrie Lake, I believe, is going to win. These people know how to handle the media. These people know how to push back without being bombastic or disagreeable. Right. And they do it so well. Take the lessons from them. You know, at the next RNC convention, have them give a class. Good Lord. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> to, to, to the rest of these candidates on how to combat the media, how to stand up, but also be the real deal. Jen, they are the real deal. Jen, do we even need to talk about politicians who need lessons in talking? Why? You know, seriously, most of these people are fairly affluent. Just hire somebody and learn it. I just don't understand. You, you would I, think. You yeah. would yeah, think. You'd think, the, you'd think the donors would want to pay for that. Yeah. Yes, you but would. Instead, the donors are pouring money into ridiculous races and, uh, you know, fundraisers. I've been saying for a little <laughs> while now that I think Carrie Lake might end up being the next Ronald Reagan. I really do. I think she's she, such a... She, she's, got, she's got the stuff, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think also, though, it's a matter of the personal character of the, you know, standing up to somebody else. Uh, you know, it's got to come from a firm foundation in self. Right. Uh, the way DeSantis yes. does it 
he is confident in himself. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to explain himself to other people, uh, to the people who don't like him. He, you know, he also realizes he's not going to please everybody, so he doesn't have to always take that middle ground or, or the safe ground on stuff. And, and that's a, a matter of character, I think. I don't think you can teach just anybody how to be able to do that on the spot. You could come up with a way, you know, in a campaign to do it. But DeSantis, I mean, on the spot, uh, when he's uh, hit by the media on stuff, he deals with it right there, then and there. And he doesn't have to have had a plan or a program or a bunch of uh, assistance uh, helping him with it. It just comes right out. So Exactly. Uh, the, the most profound thing he said in his speech, he said many profound things, but he said people have come here to Florida because our policies work. Leadership matters. We refuse to use polls and put our finger in the wind. Leaders don't follow. They lead. Yeah, yeah that's a so, Captain Obvious stuff, but that's true. Mm-hmm. You know? But he verbalized it. That's why he's so effective. He didn't yeah. assume... He well, connected he verbalized the dots. it and he embodies it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah. a good learner. Yeah. Yeah, he's he is. Yeah, and losers lose. Trump lost. Mehmet Oz lost. They they just you're done. Trump can't run again. He's just he had a shot and showed him some of the way to do it, but uh, yeah, I think Kerry Lake and um DeSantis take it to the next level. They're yeah. the Brady of how you deal what do with you th- what do you think of that, Jen? I mean, we're w- there's a whole bunch of Trump supporters here in the office, but, but the, mm-hmm. the consensus seems to be being the, going to the fact that we don't think he should run again. I am not on the trash Trump train, <laughs> I, I, because you look at you look at the contributions that someone has made, and everybody wants to point out the negatives without pointing out the fact that Trump is the one who embodied the fight. He taught yeah. these candidates how to fight. He also taught, taught the candidates how to focus uh, in terms of De La Cruz. Uh, she, you know, she talks about how Trump is the one who inspired her, not only to be a fighter, but also to focus in on what matters to the people, being about the people and, and what they're concerned about. So sadly, in our rush to place blame, as well as a lot of rush to get rid of Trump because they they really don't want him. GOPE doesn't want them, want him, you know, people who are tend to be moderates just are weary of all of the back and forth. And I get that. I got to stop you personally. I I know a Mm -hmm. lot of people who will even admit Trump was a great president, but they they hate his guts. A lot of Republicans. I mean, I assume you know a lot, too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I know people from uh, all, all across the spectrum, and yeah, the people who who love them to death. But the refusal to acknowledge that this is the contribution that you made uh, is part to me is part of the problem, <laughs> and part of the reason why he keeps hanging around for whatever re- you know for whatever reason. I have no idea whether he plans on running again or not. We'll find out. November 14th, week, I guess. Yeah. November 14th. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, the, this whole we, we need to get rid of Trump and DeSantis is the way. Uh, praise the bridge that carried you over. I, I don't think we would have a Ron DeSantis or a Carrie Lake 
if Donald Trump had not been an example that kind of cut through all of that. Yeah. And I get to the thing I was just said, we were talking about this in the A block about the fact you just, he did a very good job running the country. It's very, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I like, I have a good friend of mine, staunch Republican, can't stand Trump, but even he'll tell you Trump did a very good job running the country. And my thing is, yeah. okay, if you're, if you're, that's where you're at, you know, why not just, why, you know, what does it matter if you don't like him? I don't know, but I guess it does matter to a lot of people, you know? Well, and it's, I, 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 I've never gotten that. Yeah, it's not <laughs> just a, you know, a, well, it's what he did and, and what he got going. Uh, all that is very good. His personality is such that it puts off, uh, you know, a lot of people. But, you, yeah, you don't have to like the guy if he's getting the job done, yeah. even to work, yeah. work for him. But people, most people can't get past the personality part of it because – it is a big TV show. Uh, you know, politics now is a big TV show. And all of these people who make their multi-million dollar a year uh, contracts for sitting in front of a camera telling you stuff. Like us? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Our, I, well, none of us are in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah, and the multi-million dollar contract part is something I'm missing, but... Uh, uh, you know, but anyway, it's it's there's a lot of entertainment. You know, people people get dumber and dumber all the time. We talk about our education. We talk, you know, just the effect of television itself, of television programming generally, and uh, all news programming now fits into the entertainment category. Yeah, it's got to draw an audience. It's got to be about that. So, all right. Uh, so anything that's a personality issue. The media, you know, was quick to cover all of the things the person that Trump did, tweets and uh, what have you, uh, uh, all all of that kind of stuff. Very rarely were they talking about what was getting done in these various departments that he was cutting back in departments. And, that, and, and they wanted to keep it that way. Right. But, you know, uh, the, the, the media, the legacy media is very good. Heck, even some of the Republican media is very good at distraction. Look yeah. at here, look at here, bright, shiny objects instead of learning to help people to focus on what really matters. Right, yeah. Not, it's not a media of giving you the information that you need and staying, yeah. staying objective as much as that's humanly possible. It's a matter of, uh, you know, feeding the beast. You know, the man I was talking about, the Republican, uh, my friend, he's a CFO of a very large company. He's a very, he's a wealthy man, very educated, extremely successful. And Tim, even he says, I know it's completely illogical. I don't care. He, I hate Trump. It's well, like, you know, it's like, it's people, you can't get, here's, you got, got a guy who like, you know, like you were talking, deals with his shit every day for years in his job. He still can't, he can't get over it. Yeah. And he admits mm-hmm. it. Well, you know, mm-hmm. and I've said before, I've worked for guys with personalities like Trump. Yeah, you and, have. And, uh, but I have, uh, and they were a pain in my ass, I can tell you, around the clock. But I believed in what we were doing. And, right. uh, you know, so he stuck it out. And you learn to work with it. Uh, that's the thing. If you want to accomplish the goal, you learn how to work with it, uh, how to make it work for both of you. And but, big time, and 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 learn how to how to glean from these types of people, 
because really, I, I agree with you. There, there are people who have been in my life, bosses, coworkers, who personality didn't necessarily hit the button, but who I learned a whole hell of a lot from. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will take that over someone who's slick and beautiful and fun to be around, but accomplishes nothing or stabs you in the back. <laughs> and, 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 and really, if these elected representatives, some of them represent anything, is that they smile in your face and stab you in the back. The publisher here, who I, who, who I do not name, I've learned a lot from him. I have. It's been. It's been. Uh, yeah, he's he's taught me a lot. He must be in the other room here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jen, we're, we're got, we got to go. We're on a tight schedule here. You are the second of yeah. three people we're talking to, but you're still first in our heart. And I do want to tell you, you're way better. Like, look at that, Larry Newman. So. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. So thanks for joining us today. Uh, you take care. We'll talk to you soon, okay? You too. Talk soon, guys. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Jennifer Oliver O'Connell, our latest Conk News contributor from Orange County, California. She writes for redstate.com mostly, and she writes her Substack feed as the girl turns, and all that stuff is fed into her Conk blog. And so we're, we're happy and lucky as hell to have her. 